The Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, Episode 21. Welcome back to the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast. I'm Jim Gaston, your host. In the last episode, we reviewed an article from the April 1978 issue of Latitude 38 magazine. The article was written by Steve and June Jones describing their sailing adventures from England south to Tenerife, then west across the Atlantic to the Caribbean. When they arrived at the small island of Bequa, just south of St. Vincent's, one of the Grenadine Islands, they were able to relax, appreciate the slower-paced lifestyle of the Caribbean, and experience Polynesian paralysis. Today, we head back to Hawaii for a TV interview that took place in 1979 in Honolulu. The interview was done for the popular Seattle TV morning show called Seattle Today, which was a live, locally produced variety talk show that ran from 1974 to 1991 on Channel 5, King TV, in the Seattle area. Channel 5 in Seattle began as KRSC-TV on Thanksgiving Day, November 25, 1948. It was the only TV station in the Pacific Northwest at that time. The first TV show to air was a high school football game. The telecast was plagued with technical difficulties, but nonetheless, local viewers crowded around the few black-and-white TVs in the area and were generally impressed. However, many people thought TV was only a passing fad and would never be a popular daily experience. About eight months later, in May 1949, King Broadcasting, who owned several radio stations at the time, would purchase KRSC-TV and Channel 5 would eventually become King TV and grow to be the dominant TV station in the Seattle area. The interview we are looking at today was co-hosted by Chris Lenz and Shirley Hudson. Chris was the host of Seattle Today for 17 years, from 1974 until the show ended in 1991. During this time, he would have several different co-hosts, including Shirley Hudson, who did the interview in Hawaii that we look at today, but also later, Pat Finley and Susan Michaels. Clift was a television host and producer for King Broadcasting for 22 years. He also hosted and produced the children's TV program about music called Music Magic. Cliff is the recipient of 11 Northwest Regional Emmys, as well as the National Education Association's Award for Music Magic, which was selected as the outstanding locally produced educational television program for children in the nation. He is an Emmy Award-winning composer, piano, and guitar teacher in the Edmonds and Monroe School Districts, and he teaches private piano and guitar lessons. In 1979, he and co-host Shirley Hudson traveled to Hawaii to interview two Seattle guys who spent a lot of time in Hawaii for an episode of Seattle Today. The two men being interviewed are Pat O'Day and Lan Roberts. Both are popular radio personalities from the Seattle area. Pat O'Day was born in 1934 as Paul Berg in Norfolk, Nebraska, the son of a coal miner turned preacher. He's best known as Pat O'Day, the afternoon drive personality at Seattle KJR 950 in the 1960s. He would eventually become program director and general manager at that radio station. O'Day is also responsible 
for bringing the Seattle music scene to national prominence. O'Day helped promote Jimi Hendrix, who was from the Seattle area. In fact, in 1970, O'Day was asked by Hendrix's family to fly to London and bring Jimi Hendrix's body back to Seattle after his death at age 27. O'Day owned the Seattle radio station KYYX 96.9 FM from 1977 to 1984. In 1998, a plaque featuring O'Day with a photograph of him was added to the permanent disc jockey exhibit at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland, Ohio. The other person being interviewed is Lan Roberts. Lan is the one who mentions Polynesian paralysis during the interview. Lan spent a lot of time in Hawaii. He called his friend Pat O'Day in Seattle and suggested that Pat buy a radio station in Hawaii, which he did. So this is how these two guys from Seattle ended up being interviewed by Channel 5 TV for the segment Seattle Today in 1979. Let's listen in as Shirley Hudson introduces the two guys from Seattle. Our next two guests are familiar to you from Seattle. They happen to live part of the time in Seattle and some of the time in Honolulu. They are with formerly with KGR and now would you please welcome Lan Roberts and Pat O'Day. Well, Land Land never leaves. He just stays here. Ninety-two round trips. Ninety-two times I've made the trip in the last four years. Can't make up your mind where you want to be. I never know. (laughs) One, I'm a constant case of jet lag. Oh yeah. Matter of fact, it was. uh, I think I was to some extent responsible for Pat coming over here. I I called him one night in January back in 1976, I believe, and I said, Pat, I think uh, it was a radio station I was working for at the time. I said, I think. I think you might be able to buy a radio station here. He says, okay. So a week later, I move, go back to Seattle to sell my airplane, and I get a call from him about 3.30 in the morning. He says, what are you doing over there? I just bought the radio station. So from there, it sort of, uh, sort of developed. Radio yeah, station's well, KORL here. Yeah, yeah, I want to say right. thanks a lot, too, because the dumb Ollie from Seattle nearly lost his acolyte over here before, <laughs> <laughs> before we turned it around. So it's KYYX in, in uh, Seattle. Uh, are, you, are you still affiliated with KJR? Uh, no. Uh, after many happy years there, uh-huh. I went on my own and uh, purchased coral here. And uh, then we put KYYX on the air two years ago. So it's and KOR. I understand this is a pretty tough radio market. 21 radio stations, is that 29. right? 29. 29. 29 radio stations with a population about a third the size of the Seattle Comerford area. It's very competitive. Yeah. We've been very fortunate. The station when we bought it was almost non-existent, yeah. and it's come forward to be one of the leading stations here. Well, we're so delighted to have you. And you're one thanks of the- to Lan and a great crew here that do a good job. You know, when Don Ho is on, there's something I think that should be said about Don. And uh, that is not only does he, of course, create millions and millions of dollars in tourism, which is important for the economy here, but I think few realize how Don really pays his dues in this community. He's so active in Variety Club, and... uh, Of course, you have been, too. Well, (laughs) true, but Don has got a heart of gold, and uh, my goodness, the contribution he makes here to every charity. You can always call on him. He's always there. Here's a coincidence. Don, I promoted Don's concert in the Opera House in Seattle in 1967, and then in the arena and several other shows around. 
Don and I became good friends, and now we're neighbors. Uh, Don mm -hmm. and I live in that building right there. He lives on the top floor, and I live just uh, two floors Great below Great people it. flock together, let's put it that way. <laughs> but Don is a charming guy, and his contribution to this town is just awesome. Well, listen, thank you for helping us to get him on the show. Oh, you're welcome. You're responsible. One, uh, if you were uh, listening to Seattle radio all through the 60s and the early part of the 70s, one of the most popular personalities, of course, was Lan Roberts. And you remember that Lan has this... Uh, it's real joy of looking into the UFO phenomenon. Now, you tried to arrange for a kind of a meeting at one time for a UFO flyby, and, and which was out at Issaquah at the time. Issaquah, right? and uh, we did actually see something. Pat differs with me on that. We always get into an argument about the uh, Issaquah flying saucer. How about out here? Have you had a chance to to spot any kind of uh, UFOs? We tried to several times, but it just turned out to be landing lights on a 747 coming in from north. <laughs> Cliff Land is a UFO. <laughs> For everyone in Seattle, he's still doing his shticks here. It's uh, unbelievable. He uh, has the international doggy news on now. Oh, 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 he announced really? that the flea circus is coming to town on the doggy news with evil Kaflee, who's going to jump over 29 Dalmatians. That's, that's the kind of thing that the people of Hawaii have to put up with. Uh, he hasn't he had, changed uh, a bit. I was looking through one of my favorite magazines, the National Enquirer, one afternoon, and I saw <laughs> I saw an article about a lady from uh, Lake Stevens, Washington. You might remember some of the people in the audience uh, who had the four-legged duck. That's right. Uh -huh. Well, I called her on the telephone, did an interview with her, and she was such a charming person. I said, well, uh, Viola, how would you like to bring your duck over here to Hawaii for a big Hawaiian vacation? We'll take care of all the expenses. She said she'd love to. So uh, we brought her over here. Had her at three different shopping centers. 8,000 people showed up to see the four-legged duck. Uh, we took her out to the Polynesian Cultural Center and had a great time. And then about, this was in September and January of the next year, which was last year, I get a call one morning. She says, Land, the duck's dead. Right. And I said, uh, what happened? She says it gave birth to a three-yolk egg in the bathtub, and it just expired. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was quite a sight. We had uh, two television stations here covering the ride. Hey, this is serious, ride. folks, really. I mean, it was a... Well, it was hard to do the interview there with were... her, which is telling about the duck laying a three-yolk egg and saying it was dead, you know, but I tried to keep my cool. You should have seen the people at the airport. Here is a duck on the floor. All three television stations are there. There's Aloha dancers, and the duck is biting the microphone. It's talking, and Lan is standing there acting like... Uh, you meet a duck at the airport every day. <laughs> now, someone yesterday uh, told me that, you know, if you're going to describe Hawaii, you could describe it as being, of getting into a velvet rut. That's very true. Now, very true. How, and you say it's true. Why do you think that? It's it's, because it's uh, so easy. Life is so pleasant it's here. It's another pace so of life. Uh, when I switch back and forth from Seattle, I'll be in Seattle a week and come over here. And it is hard to shift gears because Seattle moves with a quick pace. And over here, migraines and rain. There's, an, ex there's <laughs> an expression here that if you, uh, and this has to do with dealing with the local people who are, are wonderful people, but you deal differently. If your car is on fire and you run down the street to the gas station, you do not run in and say, give me the extinguisher quick, my car's on fire. No. You go in and you say, how's it, brah? How's the family? Yeah. Huh? Everything going good? I uh, say, brah, up the street a couple blocks and my car on fire. Uh, you suppose maybe I could borrow your fire? Then you'll get the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Run in and say, give me the fire extinguisher quick. You won't get it. You won't be able to find it. Oh, and uh, people want you to slow down to their pace. Let me pause the interview right now because Lan Roberts is about to describe Polynesian paralysis, which caused him to want to just hang out and relax in Hawaii. Please note that he describes Polynesian paralysis as a disease, which it is not, but otherwise his personal experience with Polynesian paralysis and his view of the relaxed lifestyle in Hawaii is correct. 
Land knows that Polynesian paralysis can cause visitors to Hawaii to unwind, slow down, enjoy life in the tropical paradise. Now listen in as Land Roberts describes Polynesian paralysis. Of course, it's a disease, too, that we refer to over here in the islands as Polynesian paralysis. And I'm sure you it, it takes about three or four days. You see so many people coming over here, and I see a lot of people from Seattle. Uh, they come over here to visit the islands, and it takes about three or four days to unwind. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now, with me, it took me six months to unwind mm-hmm. when I first came over here. A bad case of Polynesian paralysis. You don't want to do anything except... Just hang out and relax, which is one of my favorite hobbies over in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Land got married this year. Oh, Land got married. Land was doing a promotion for the station. He was driving a moped, and uh, in a moped race, he hit a chuck hole and uh, broke seven ribs in his shoulder and a fractured skull. He was in the hospital, and the doctor got him on the outside of about 30 Percodans, and his girl friend came in and proposed to him. And uh, before Land knew what happened, she hobbled him up to the altar, and Land was married. That's, you know, that's a true story. I hope it doesn't happen that way with too many other people over here in Hawaii. <laughs> Didn't your radio program one time end up in Fiji? Oh, that's where we're taping, you, yes. You ship your programs yes. back to the mainland. For a while, when uh, KYYX first uh, was on the air, I was taping a show here for Seattle, and then for about two, three days, it wasn't showing up. In other words, I'd tape it one day and ship it to Seattle, uh, and then the three shows for, I think, the next week wound up in Fiji. Here's the officials down in Fiji with these three radio shows they didn't want to do with. They loved Lan in Fiji. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, this is an interesting experiment, but we do this many times. The local people here, music is so important, and you feel it when you hear that music is uh, such a part of the heritage of the islands, that you could pick anyone, anywhere, out of a group of local people, and you'll find a beautiful singer who can compose. You want to see an experiment right now? Sure. Do we have anyone local? We have a local gentleman over here. Uh, uh, what, what's your name? Come on up. Come on. Come on up on the stage. There's a microphone there. Does, does that microphone work? I think, I think it's probably What's your name? Oh, Willie. Come on up, Willie. Would you like a guitar or anything? Can you play a guitar? Yeah. Is there a guitar? There's a guitar over there. See, go run and grab the guitar. Now, Willie, I would like for you, this this show is on in Seattle, and like for you to sing a song to the people in Seattle. Have you ever been to Seattle before? Um, um, no. Never been to Seattle? No. I'll whisper something about Seattle, and then you do a song. It's not a coolie, but (laughs) there's... That's just down the block, by the way. All right. And just, um, Do you want us to sing along about. with you? Okay, wait a minute. Um, are you guys, are you guys all know Burly Shells? Eh? We know Burly <laughs> Shells. I can't sing. Um, okay, let's sing this to the tune of uh, Burly Shells. Okay. okay. Do you want us to sing along with you? Yeah. Why don't we? Great. Right. Okay. Roberts, sure. right? Yeah. How's it, bro? Hey, how you I listen to you, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> um, Okay, okay. What I want you guys to do is just maybe repeat whatever I sing. All right. Okay. That could be dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Seattle. Okay. Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier. Puget Sound. Puget Sound. Uh, West Seattle Bridge. West Seattle Bridge. All fall down. All fall down. Airport's fogged in. Airport's fogged in. Supersonics number one. <laughs> but then again, I like the LA Rams. <laughs> it's gonna be a hit. Terrific. Do you have another song? Uh, 
What are you going to do now? I'm going to beach right now. I'm going to go beach. Can I, Willie, thank you. Thank you. Willie, thank you. Thank, thank you for thank joining you. us. And also, thanks to Land Roberts and Cat O'Day for joining us on Seattle Today from Honolulu. Thank you. We're going to tell you the truth. Len Roberts and Pat O'Day are two guys who spent a lot of time in Hawaii and appear to have experienced Polynesian paralysis. They also saw many tourists who had done the same thing. For more information about Polynesian paralysis, please visit our website at rxaloha.com. In the next episode of the Polynesian Paralysis Podcast, we'll review an article that appeared in the spring 1981 issue of LaSalle Magazine. This magazine is published quarterly by LaSalle University in Philadelphia. Until then, please take a few minutes each day to be still, relax, appreciate nature, and enjoy life. Enjoy Polynesian Paralysis, the sensible approach to mindfulness. Mindfulness.